Hey everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita with Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly with My Soulful Home. We've got tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today, so let's get started. Today is episode 68, and we're talking about incorporating industrial style into your home. And we all love industrial style, and I would venture to say we all have got a little taste of it in our homes, Mm -hmm. Um, but some people might not be sure what it is. So industrial style is really founded in raw materials with purpose and with patina, and the look has evolved from the massive factories of the 19th century that were abandoned and then ultimately remodeled into loft spaces and homes. And oftentimes that's happened in sort of downtown areas that have become gentrified, such as Tribeca in Manhattan. And Tribeca, for those who are not sure what it means, it stands for the Triangle Below Canal Street, and it's in Lower Manhattan. And I actually lived there for quite some time. And I did not live in a giant loft space, but I definitely lived in in a section of a loft space uh-huh. that had some industrial elements. And uh, I love that look. It tends to be pretty clean and straightforward. And it's bold in its own way in the use of the raw materials. And I think that it's a look that really works with almost any look. It can have a modern edge to it. It can, I love it mashed up with a more feminine look. And oh, it would go very well with French furniture. It just would well, blend everything beautifully. everything goes <laughs> but well you know, with French every, That's right. A French chair works in every decor. Yes. Well, we live in the oldest inland city in the United States, Lancaster County, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And there were so many of these beautiful big warehouses in our urban area, in the downtown. And I'm so glad they didn't tear them down. Oh, me too. We, we, <laughs> I know. We have restaurants and shops and apartments and living spaces all in those beautiful old warehouses. Oh. And it, I mean, they're just gorgeous and they've sort of, re- they fixed up the outside and kept the inside pretty industrial looking. So it's really, it's a, it's really a fun place to go and be in shop. It's very hip or hipster in uh, the downtown area. Oh, I love that. I would mm-hmm. not have thought of that. Oh, Yvonne. very much so. about either, but more right. of the farmland where now, remember, you are. Well, outside of Lancaster, absolutely. But in Lancaster proper, again, it's the oldest inland city. And it was the, um, I think it was the uh, capital for like a day or something. Very, (laughs) very very steeped into Revolutionary War history, um, settled in 1611. Uh, so it's it has a lot of a lot of history to it. Very very steeped in history. Awesome. A, yeah. But they're so. doing that a lot in Houston here too. They're taking old buildings. I know, for example, there's a place in the Heights that was a washeteria that's now a place where you can go buy hip, hipster popsicles. <laughs> there you go. That's that's all they have there popsicles. Mm-hmm. But right, there's so many of these old buildings that they've converted into lofts that. It's so exciting for me to see that because the the tearing down of everything is just so disturbing for us. It is. That it love is. Old it's sad. Buildings. It mm-hmm. is very sad. And thank goodness Lancaster has really um, decided instead of tearing down, 
they are going to refurbish and repurpose their buildings. So we see a lot of that. And okay, so let's talk beautiful. about the hallmarks of mm-hmm. of the industrial mm-hmm. style. So uh, I'll throw one out: uh, mm-hmm. exposed beams. You guys want to add some? Oh, brick walls. Um, reclaimed wood. Yeah, and a c- raw cement flooring yes, or yes. C- cement block walls, mm-hmm. and uh, metal in a sort of a right. distressed finish. Exposed uh, brick. Yeah. So the whole idea is that when these factories were up and running, they weren't going to sheetrock everything and close it in and, you know, put up draperies and make it all fluffy and fancy for whether it was, you know, some sort of sweatshop or it was some (laughs) sort of, you know, grain factory or whatever. It was all going to be raw and exposed and normally high ceilings and things like that. But it's the, the visibility of what would normally be sort of internal elements or, you know, brick that would have been smeared and covered up with stucco or or some sort of sheetrocking or cement flooring that would have been carpeted or tiled, all those things being left exposed. Yeah, like right. air vents, exposed pipes. Mm-hmm. They're right. now elevated as great decor. Right. And, and that it's mm-hmm. actually an architectural element. These, mm-hmm. you know, otherwise you people are, oh my gosh, like, you know, nobody would have, when everybody had their avocado uh, <laughs> appliances, nobody was going to be like, that's such a great galvanized steel air vent. Let's yes. do that. You know? <laughs> well, things have, have changed. Well, and I think you've kind of said this, but I just want to restate it, Kelly, and that is that this industrial style goes with so many decor styles, whether it's something very masculine or even something very feminine. It really works with things that are traditional and things that are more contemporary. Right. So So if you find yourself mm -hmm. drawn to that, we're Mm going to explain to you today how you can incorporate that in your look, no matter really what your look is. The industrial style is going to give a room a little edge that might not have had before. And especially, here comes one of our favorite words when you've got the juxtaposition. Juxtap- <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. Right? Like we could all say it together. We knew what word was coming. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. um, when you're juxtaposing it with, a, if it's not all industrial style, I don't like anything to be all one style of anything. I think it would be too rough. I think it would be too harsh if it was all industrial. Well, yeah. Or very minimalistic. You can't have a lot of extra if you're going all industrial. Right. Right, which is a little those, probably hard to live with unless you're like a you know a single guy living in this fabulous downtown loft and you really just and you're come a home stay to, safe. Right, you come home to change your clothes to go out to another mm-hmm. fabulous party mm-hmm. or something like that. So <laughs> That's if you're exactly you know right. living in your house and you've got other people living in your house with you, and certainly if you've got kids and dogs and things like that, probably going to mix in industrial style in um, individual pieces or an architectural accent or something like that. So uh, one of you guys would want to jump in and give some ideas about how you might incorporate that. Before we do that, could I just say this? I think that if you are looking to for a little update, if things are looking a little tired, but your furniture isn't exactly tired, um, maybe just replacing a piece of it with something industrial makes a very big difference on how it will look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good point. And I actually went to an auction and found this super cool. And this is a great way, place to go to get things that are really industrial, not look like industrial, but the real McCoy. I went and bought a trolley cart that was used in mm. some sort of factory, I think in Germany. 
it has the the ID, the uh, serial number on it and the name of the company. And it's very old. It's a wood trolley cart. It's got wheels on the bottom. And I'm using it as a coffee table. But it's so rustic, so much patina, so much awesomeness, so unique. I love using it in the house. And you can, if you can't find the real thing, there are so many knockoffs that are like that because that's a that's a very popular look. You were very fortunate to find that, Anita. Well, is it, we're now we're a little bit on the track of where you can find it. And so then mm-hmm. we'll circle back and tell you what you should be looking for. But mm-hmm. one idea of where to find it is your hardware store. You're looking for raw materials after all, right? So what is the, the best place to go look for some sort of inexpensive, budget-friendly raw materials is your local hardware store. And the big box hardware stores like Home Depot and whatnot are good for this too. But, you know, maybe the mom and pop shop that has sort of that odd metal thing. Like you don't even know what you would do with it, but you know, you can incorporate that somehow into a vignette or something. Or, um, I've taken, um, ductwork parts of ductwork, like the, the caps for them. And I've made succulent containers out of them. That is such a good idea. That's just a little bit of an edge. You know, Mm -hmm. you may not even say, oh, that's clearly industrial looking, but it, you know, it really is. It's the hard metal and you can incorporate it into your other surroundings in a really easy, inexpensive way. Another thing you can get at a hardware store is really rough hewn wood. You know, if Mm -hmm. you're going with the industrial Mm -hmm. style, the part of the charm is the patina and the the wear. And so if you can't find something that's already worn by the, you know, just time, you can find something that's a little rougher to start with. And that might be something that you want to shiplap a wall with. And it's super cheap. Or even right. just stain it. If you yeah. stain something like that, I think it'll put a little age, edge on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So a little and if you want mm-hmm. a brick wall, you don't have one. You can use a brick veneer yes. from a big great box idea. store and just put that on the wall that you already have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another great way to incorporate it in, in an inexpensive way is uh, one of our favorite spray paints, that Krylon Matte Black. And that, you know, anything spray painted a matte black is going to have sort of an edge to it, right? Just think of the, you know, black is just sort of an edgy color. And even if you spray painted, um, you know, a like I did with my garbage cans or (laughs) one of those ash cans and you put a Mm -hmm. fern in it, Mm -hmm. you know, that adds a little edge to it and it's, and it brings in a little bit of an industrial feel. But let's talk about some specific items that we think would be hallmarks of the industrial look that people could then incorporate into their own houses. And I've got something really easy that's very common throughout that's probably the most common thing to add industrial style to your house, and that is open shelving with this metal and the wood, you know, kind of the wood, just very rustic looking. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And the metal shelving or the metal you know, sort of frame for the shelving is oftentimes piping. And again, that's something you can get really inexpensively at your local hardware store and you could DIY it. There's zillions of uh, blog posts out there in the universe and how to do that. Or you, if you had somebody who was a skilled carpenter, they could do that for you. So you're talking about planks and some pipes. You can also buy it already, ready to go. Mm -hmm. It's already been designed, built, put together for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or and if we'll you're put industrious, links. you can do it yourself. 
Yeah. Yes, if you're an industrious, industrial stylist. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. I think another thing is you were talking about your trolley as a coffee table, but you know, there's so many great coffee tables out there that have an industrial style. Oh, there's so many copies of what I have the real thing of that that look like trolleys and they've got the wheels. Mm -hmm. But even if you don't want to go the trolley, because it's usually pretty low, you can get a regular height coffee table. And the hallmark of that is just that reclaimed wood and lots of metal and very angular, very, um, uh, are like sharp edges. Not Right. And mine mm -hmm. actually has two shelves. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. So mine actually is taller. But so, but I think that is, you. yeah, you can get something taller. You don't have to go with mm-hmm. that low trolley. Look. And you can even get them that have really interesting uh, fittings, like going diagonally across the legs that cross over, you know, uh, in that space between the uh, the table and the floor that have sort of fitting fittings on them that look so interesting and very, very industrial. And that's a nice way just to bring a little bit of an edginess and a fun into a room. Oh yeah. And it's safe. It's Mm -hmm, safe. Right. (laughs) And then you can also use, get an old table with reclaimed wood on it. And like you said, you can buy a new table that has reclaimed wood on it, or it just looks reclaimed. There's- I have one, so I'll put it in the show notes. Well, and um, you've got your concrete I got it from. top table. I think that's an excellent way to add that industrial yeah, style. That's I a dining room. That. But mm-hmm. however, my concrete table has an industrial feel, but because the rest of it is very um, more upscale and refined, like the, the, the base of it, it's just a very interesting look. So it mm-hmm. works both ways. Right. I'm going to put, Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. But I think it does add that touch of industrial because it's the concrete. Right. And if you want to be uh, adding some sort of accent wall and you're tending towards the bricks, I would highly recommend you go for the aged bricks. They're a little bit more expensive Mm -hmm. than the regular brand new red cut bricks. So a regular- And you can add that German schmear to it. You can always do a German schmear. <laughs> or uh, buy veneered, veneered yeah. bricks, you know, exactly. so you don't have well, to yeah, right. use any, lose any space. Yeah. So the old bricks mm-hmm. are, you know, you can still find them and people do, um, you know, reclaim them from different sites when buildings come down. And that's where, obviously where they get them from. So they're a little bit more expensive because they're labor intensive to then preserve. So they'll run you about a dollar each, whereas the regular bricks, uh, new bricks are about 30 cents each. So, but wow, you know, that. If you're just doing a small area, that's pretty fabulous look. And you're going to get a lot of style for not that much money. And here's an idea that would actually save you money. And it's a really cool look. I know it's very popular here in Texas for, I have actually pier and beam foundation, so I can't use this on my house. But if you have a concrete slab house with carpet over that, but you can, and you want something a little cooler looking, you know, more just something different, but you can't afford the wood floors, rip that carpet up, stain your carpets, uh, stain your concrete, seal it. And I think that's a fabulous look. I've seen some floors where they've done the concrete like that and it's gorgeous. And And Anita, mm -hmm. I love the polished concrete. That is Mm -hmm. gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know the process of it, but I've seen it and it does have uh, an industrial edge to it, but it's also 
very refined because it's so highly polished. Right. We did so- that in our last house and uh, we didn't use the garage as a garage because it was like threading a needle to get the SUV down the driveway. <laughs> yeah. So we, um, it, it was various things over the course of the time. But at the, uh, the last couple of years, it was um, like a hangout room for the girls. And I actually did it myself. Um, what is the process, Kelly? You have to etch the cement, especially if it's already been, if it's a garage space that there may have been some stains or if you're in a home where maybe there was some, it's an older home and there were some stains on the concrete before, you can try to get those out. But um, the, the etching really gives it, um, makes it a little bit more porous. And so you want to etch it and then there's a, a a liquid chemical that you know you need to be super careful with that. But you put that down, you etch it because it would etch you. It would right? etch you. Yeah, get in your eyes. But mm-hmm. then you pick uh, the concrete stain, and I got it right off the shelf at Home Depot. I picked two different colors. I had a black, and then a sort of a deeper uh, brown with some red tones in it. And I did it just on my hands and knees, swirling it in to get the effect with that I wanted. What, a brush? What? How did you swirl with it with a rag? Oh, oh nice. And it was not that big of a space. It was probably, you know, 20 by 20 or something like that. So <laughs> That's I would just... pretty big to be on your hands and knees doing. <laughs> well, I, Maybe I, she had those knee pads. I would do section and then um, the concrete block that we had in there, it, it had the lines in it. So I would, it was mm-hmm. kind of a natural stop. So I would stop. But then I would try to, you know, obviously recreate the pattern as I was going along. So it probably took me three or four days to do it. And then you can put a... Um, coating on it. So you put the varnish on top of it, depending if you wanted it shiny or matte. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. And I applied that with kind of like a Swiffer type mop mm-hmm. with a sponge on it, like a spongy mop, old fashioned oh, spongy it. mop. And just went back and then just you know made my way out of the room. And then I went back and did it again. Wow. It, it was really fabulous. And oh, you could spill anything wow. on it. And it, it was not porous at that point after it was it was so, so yeah I think that's a great look and it's clearly industrial look two and caveats it, with that go mm-hmm. ahead oh well, so the two caveats, caveats are if you have if you like dishes be careful because <laughs> anything that drops on this floor is not going to fare well like oh and dishes, if you like your iPhone or your iPhone <laughs> that could be a bit of a problem yes those of us that are a little droppy that may be a problem. And then the other thing I was going to say is if you have a cracked slab that has, hopefully it's been repaired, but then that's going to show up if you pull that carpet up. And so if you don't want to be advertising that, you might not want to do this. Or oh, sometimes yeah, yeah. that cracked slab, just go with it because it gives it character. Yeah, well, right, I, 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 I had some exactly. cracks. Except that it, My slab it, is cracked in some places and I'm just yeah. going with it. Here, <laughs> when people know you have a cracked slab, it's kind of a, a death sentence. Oh, it's a bad They thing. don't want to buy it. Yes. Oh, I mm. see. I see. So it you was a foundational issue. So right. No, you, toss, you have toss to be honest. all over that crack. Hey, I, I'm saying you got to be, you can't lie about it, but you might not want to advertise the fact that it was <laughs> Oh, yeah. Good point. Good point. Well, we're talking about all these hard surfaces with the industrial style. And if you want to get the juxtaposition that we love, a great place to shop is Soft Surroundings because as you may guess, Soft Surroundings has a lot of soft things. And Soft Surroundings is uh, one of our newest sponsors. So we just wanted to give a little shout out to them today and um, give you the tip that they're having a gigantic, fabulous summer sale. I spent some time over the weekend um, 
after I chased the hornets and after I took my pictures <laughs> and my blog post. And that's what I did. I sat down and I uh, lost myself in the soft surrounding summer sale for a, at least an hour. And I came up with some real winners, including my absolute favorite, all-time favorite summer sandal, the Jack Ooh. Rogers. I don't know mm-hmm. if anybody's familiar with those out there, but if you're not, go take a look uh, at softsurroundings.com. And I may or may not have gotten the last seven and a half. So I would oh. <laughs> <laughs> that. I told well, you that was my size. Yeah, there, co- there are a couple more. I was well, glad to see. I'm going to beat everybody. As soon as we're done um, uh, <laughs> taping, I'm going right over because I love that place. Yeah, it's good stuff. Well, there's a mm-hmm. bunch in my cart, but yes, I'm getting, but I'm thinking, ah, oh, some of these things, I think I'm going to go down to the store that's local to me and try some on. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, but now she's always, just showing off. We don't yeah. have the stores here. Yeah. Okay, so let's get back to industrial style. Here's a super easy tip. And, you know, maybe on its own in a vacuum, it's not going to scream industrial style to anybody, but it will get you on the road to having a little industrial style. Change some of your light bulbs that you can see to the Edison bulbs. That is a mm. classic industrial mm-hmm. style oh, decorative piece. And I did something recently, and it's actually on the porch. And I'm going to probably go a little deeper into my porch and some details in another post. But this was the one that came out the other day was just kind of like, hey, have a look. I'm on this pretty tour. Um, but I took a just a lamp base I've had forever. I don't know where I got it. It was some you know inexpensive store. And I took a, a little wire, I guess it's like a planter or something. And I just pushed the the where the finial would be through the wire and made a a shade out of it. Screwed hmm. the finial back on and I put an Edison bulb in there. And it's so fab. And you can see the Edison <laughs> bulb with the filament, which I love. And the 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 little shade is kind of chicken wiry, so you can see right through it. So if you've and the, got something like that that you can convert mm-hmm. and use at an Edison bulb, I think that'll just give you a great little industrial touch. And the Edison bulbs aren't that hard in your eyes. No, so, they're lovely. Yeah, so you can keep them without any kind of shade at all. Right. I'm going to talk about, since you're saying juxtaposition, mm-hmm. uh, let's say you get that coffee table and now you just want to go a little further. I love distressed oriental rugs mm, and they uh-huh. are, yes. um, they do have a bit of, of, uh, of this industrial look that we like so much. They look like they've been old. They've probably yeah, been and it's worn from out. That era. People yes, would have had that then. They would have, but they look so beautiful with a little bit of the industrial style along and with them. And it would them. look gorgeous on top of that concrete, the stained concrete. Oh yeah, mm, yeah, beautiful. Oh, and and layer rugs, layer mm-hmm. layer rugs, layer old ratty rugs. That's because that gives you such a cool look. I mean, don't get them out of your you know a dumpster or anything. <laughs> um, they have these great sort of distressed acid um, washed looking rugs that are just spectacular, oh, gorgeous, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. The other thing that you can people don't realize you can add this are the rustic exposed beams. Some people think uh, my house doesn't have them, so I can't have them. But that's not true. A lot of these beams are decorative that you can add later. That's right. Oh, yeah. And they don't have to be the super expensive, like, oh, this was reclaimed from a uh, barn in Vermont. You know, Mm -hmm. when reclaimed first came out, 
that is really what you could get, which is fabulous and is the real deal. And if you can afford it or are you just going to get a couple, go for it if you can. But there are so many reproductions now mm, that's of true. reclaimed. That looks fabulous. That looks <laughs> re, fabulous. Re, 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 re. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And type of materials that, and if it's that high up on your ceiling, and kind of like Yvonne says about the faux plants, you know, if you can't tell from, a, you know, a three feet away, away mm-hmm. you're in pretty good shape. And you're always going to probably be three feet away from your ceiling. So that might not be something I would buy a large amount of online, but if you could get a sample from wherever you might be purchasing a a, 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 a new looking reclaimed piece of wood, get a sample and see how you feel about it. It's, well, and Kelly, let me add to that. Reclaim does not have to be expensive. I don't think mine were that expensive and they really are the real deal. We went to a salvage yard. So look in your area to see if there's because people are really understanding of the historical significance and they, when things, buildings are torn down, now people know better and they keep things like the beams from the building and the old doors and the hardware. So yeah, good there point. May and be we a have a lot of that you. here and mm-hmm. you probably do too in Houston, but sometimes if you're living in a place where you're not around something like that, it really gets you is the shipping, you know, you're shipping giant mm. pieces of wood. Right. So check in your area. There might be something nearby. You look online, Google it, because most people don't deal with salvage yards. So there may be one near you that you just don't know about. That's yeah, an yeah. excellent, excellent idea. Good tip. Um, but you can get way more than industrial style at a salvage yard. You can mm-hmm. get farmhouse. You oh, can just yeah. get an old house. But when we're talking about industrial style, you want to make sure things come from like an old factory or some some kind of an industrial space. Another great to way to look. incorporate it in a, a bathroom is just to get a sink that mounts to the wall and have the pipes be exposed. Oh, I love that look. You know, and it's it can obviously sometimes you it's in a house and it's just because they didn't spend the extra money. Maybe it was a spec house or something like that. But hey, you know, if you've got that, play it, it up. Into, play That's it up. Right. Exactly. Turn it into industrial look if you like that. Mm-hmm. You can even, I did this in the powder room where I have the unlacquered brass faucet. That's not my favorite. But yes. I, like <laughs> um, I didn't want it because I had spent the extra money for the under piping and all of that to be the unlacquered brass in the master be- bathroom and my girl's bathroom. But I didn't mm-hmm. want to spend the extra money for the, you know, the valve faucets and all that to be unlacquered brass in the powder room. Um, and I figured since it doesn't get, a t- it's not getting a ton of use, it's not a shower, you know, people aren't touching those pipes underneath. I just painted them. <laughs> great idea. And great they look, idea. They look spray great. paint. No, mm-hmm. I didn't spray paint. That would, you know, that would, you know, even though I'm really good at spray painting, I just <laughs> yeah, get well, it on that little pie. You, you could, could have done it. Brush marks when I you painted it. Probably could have done it. But I just got one of those little tiny uh, jars. Well, I got three of them, little tiny jars of a, un, like a, what would look like an unlacquered brass, like an aged brassy color or gold. And I just, with a little brush, painted them. And you then go, painted, girl. Did, that did the brush marks show up or what did that kind of No, away? because I think I did three coats. By the time my oh, third okay. coat was there, no. 
No. Very Good nice. for and you. Only, now only you and Yvonne and oh, all listening. of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> if you come and if I see someone laying down on the floor in my powder room looking up for the brush strokes, I'll know you've been listening to the podcast. I'm, def- <laughs> I'm definitely going to look at that. Only because, not because I'm looking for your brush strokes, just because I want to see how cool it looks. Yeah. It does look pretty good. Brilliant. Well, you know, it's one of those things where it's not screaming out at you, but you know, it's just, it finishes it off. Ding, 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 ding. ding tip ding, of the ding, day. Ding, ding. Tip Very of the day. Good. Tip of the day. <laughs> but you know, that's how a sink would be if there was, you know, a washroom in this factory or something like yes. that. They we're not going to have a pedestal. They weren't going to have a cabinet and a vanity under it. They're going to hang it off the wall. Um, I'm going to put- I think it- subway tile goes well with that look. Oh, subway oh, tile is beautiful. perfect. I mean, yes. that's really where subway tile has its genesis, I believe. Right. Is, Absolutely. Is 19th century factory. It is, yep. It's an industrial piece. Here's the thing. What we're saying is that um, the raw materials of the industrial style look fabulous with anything a little more refined. Mm -hmm. And so that's a great way to decorate. And it's an amazing contrast. So you just want to, you know, pick a piece or two and add it to your room. And you'll be amazed at how much better it'll look, how interesting it is. And even just like those orb balls, you know, that are made out of... uh, like uh, oil rub bronze. I make them out of embroidery hoops. They're so easy. I'll put that up on my, up in the show notes. I love that. But even something just that small that you're going to use as a, an accent piece will really make a difference in how your room looks because you want your room to look interesting. Oh, and a little unexpected. The zinc look. Love that zinc. Yeah, Ugh. I think that looks industrial too. Oh yeah, the zinc is like the galvanized look. And and you're making me think we were talking about this before and um you could do it on the exterior of your home too. What we did here to give the house a little edge is we did factory metal doors in the back. Oh, I love them. Mm. So do I. <laughs> Uh, they are of the era of the house, and um, they are the metal doors with the independent uh, individual panes of glass. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I was able to reclaim some hardware that was just in the barn, and so we use that for the doorknobs. So they have s- some ornateness to them, but everything oh is a my. matte black with gold. And I, you really or, need to go see it; they're gorgeous. Yeah, I'll so put Kelly- some pictures on. But th- you know, that's juxtaposed then when in my front porch I have this gingerbread, and so you might think, oh gosh, how do those two Is elements work together? But they, I, I venture to say they really are working. Everybody oh, says sure. something about these doors and that they they really love them. So I think mm. it is really working. So you can mash it up. It doesn't have to all be one look. Did you take out two French doors to put those in? I'm just curious what was there before. Oh, there was a barn this, door? No, there was this sad little door. It was just a sad little kind of one of those pitted aluminum doors. That so just I don't, a regular size door, but aren't your new doors, isn't it, aren't there two doors or is it just one? There are two doors and then two big side. Like they're, it's, they're 16 feet. It's 16 feet. So you piece. had some wall taken out then to do this. Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I have to say, you're not afraid to, to um, knock a wall out, paint, mm-hmm. paint a, <laughs> a concrete floor. You go girl. <laughs> I this know. house is quite a DIY project, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Knock down a wasp are. or two, right? Yeah. Oh, look at them. They are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank Check you. But, you know, Kelly's so you can incorporate mm-hmm. that look inside and outside, too. Um, if you like that look, maybe the 
the light fixtures outside your house, you know, mm-hmm. just give it a little. And if that's what your look is in the inside, you know, that's giving a little clue to what's going to happen, that you've got this little edge to it, you know, this little industrial edge. I really love this look. And, and I, I know we guys do too. Yeah, it's I definitely find, have it in many of my rooms in my house. It's easy to find the pendants in the industrial style as well that look like they belonged in a factory. So yeah, look, yeah, there, yeah. there's a ton of them out there. I can't even begin to start. Almost there's any, so many to choose from. Any Almost any home decor site carries them. Mm-hmm. Some of them well, look kind of like the barn lights, but some mm-hmm. of them look more factory-like. Mm-hmm. But all of those would work. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Girls... Uh, We've covered a lot for industrial style, and we're just hoping that anyone listening, if you don't have any incorporated, that you'll give it a try and have fun with it. Um, But remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey there. If you're loving our podcast like we're loving our podcast, we would love you to rate and review us. Head to iTunes to do that. It's easy, and it would mean so much to us. And if you do rate and review us, we're going to enter you to win a fantastic giveaway. The details for the giveaway are in the show notes for this episode. And you can find the show notes at decoratingtipsandtricks.com.